0: Welcome, YouTube creators, to the Tube Labs podcast because you can't experiment enough or talk too much YouTube. Welcome to the Tube Labs podcast, a podcast for YouTube creators who are trying to grow their channels. And this week's topic is rather interesting. It's going to allow us to dig down into some interesting information, concepts, and ideas as we grow our channel. Because what if? Somebody offered you a million views. Now, I have an interesting story behind this that totally connects with this question. And we can really learn a lot about how to approach our YouTube channel with this question. But first, I want to share actually a few other YouTube channels right now that have some videos that I think you will appreciate. The first one is Little Monster Media, 50 principles, 50 principles of YouTube. I would definitely check that out. Matt Gillen has a lot of great information and he shares 50 concepts that I think, and it's at rapid fire. So I would take notes and really dig into the themes of that list. Our friend Nick Nimmin has a video of 11 or 12 podcasts, YouTube podcasts you might be interested in. And I listen to most of them on the list. There's one that I was unsure of. I don't think I've heard it before. And you might have a few, too, that you've not heard of before. So check that out over on Nick Niman's channel. Over on Brian G. Johnson's channel, both our friends, Brian G. and Danielle Bettel, collaborate on an interesting video that kind of digs in deep into a process that they use to grow their YouTube channels. It's called How to Get More YouTube View Subscribers and Watch Hours. In other words, the idea behind it is to hit on all three of those themes and how they go about this. And this is something that I think a lot of YouTube creators who really understand the analytics and when to post. This is an interesting process, certainly worth looking into. I I dare say it kind of has a ring of Daryl Eves to it in terms of strategy and approach. And as it relates to some of my work here on Tube Labs, and also a blog post that I'm going to talk about in a moment, we had Andrew Can on last week. And what a great guy. I really enjoyed talking with him. And I think you'll enjoy the podcast. He had a lot of good information and near the end was starting to get into some statistics that I think you just might appreciate. Next, I want to mention if you head on over to the TubeBuddy blog and you can find that at TubeBuddy.com, you will see a maybe a familiar topic, something that we've talked about here on this podcast. And I've done a video on it and now I have a blog post on it. And that is over at the TubeBuddy blog. Blog, and that is talking about the 70-50 rule. So if that's something you would like to read more about, head on over to the TubeBuddy blog. So something interesting happened the other day. I was watching my channel analytics and I was seeing that I was getting a lot of channel views and some of my videos were creeping up in terms of views, and it started to increase and started to snowball a little bit. Nothing hugely viral, but it seemed to be something worth noting. So I went online to see if somebody mentioned my YouTube channel somewhere. I just did a little bit of research, and I do have Google Alerts setup which allows me to get a notification if someone mentions my name or my company name or anything that is of interest to me sometimes it's industry information and I didn't see anything there and so I kept looking around and then somebody said in the comments something about tech triangle and so I looked that up and it there was a YouTube channel called tech triangle and so I checked it out as a you know a mid-size channel of uh, about 25,000 subscribers, and it's based in India. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I decided to play the most recent video. And a guy comes on, and he's talking in front of a microphone, and he's talking about YouTube. Now, this is in Hindi, so I had to translate some of this. It wasn't real easy, but I got the gist of it. And he was talking about YouTube and how you know to get views, and you know stuff that we talk about. And then he he pulled up this one site that he thought, wow, you know, it's a great YouTuber, but he doesn't get any views at all. And he was digging into it a little bit more and talking about it and and how this person is just uploaded a ton of videos and has been on since 2007 on this channel and so forth. Well, that person was me and he was talking about my channel and he was showing my channel. And the thing is, is kind of like he's saying, wow, great YouTuber poor sucker, can't get any views, you know, and he didn't mean it that way, but it's kind of what it is, and and that's where those views were coming from, and I started getting these um, I start getting the views and I started getting these subscribers. I got about a hundred subscribers in 24 hours. And the thing is, I started getting comments saying, Hey, you're such an inspiration. You keep posting and you know, but you don't get any views, but you keep going. You're a hero. And it was really, you know, it's, it's kind of bittersweet, like all these people coming, but they're just kind of showing you that you're not doing so well. And, and as many of you know, for that specific channel, the entrepreneurial channel, it's it's an old, old channel. I'm trying to resurrect it, which is very hard to do. So my other channels certainly get much more better response to the videos and grow well. But this channel is a passion of mine, and I just keep cranking out the videos anyway, trying to resurrect it. See if I can't do it. See if I can't keep pushing this one forward. So but the thing is, there's a downside to all this. And that's where that, if somebody offered you a million views. Now, I have to tell you, some of the people that were coming to my channel had hundreds of thousands of subscribers and were saying, wow, you're great. You really deserve more. But here's the thing. First of all, that one video was in Hindi. And most of the people coming to the channel was broken English. So if you looked at my retention graph, you would see all these views and about one second in a huge drop. And many of them, they were saying, hey, we're going to get more people to come. And I'm like, no, no, don't don't do it. I mean, it's not let me say this. I appreciated the gesture and I went to the channel and I thanked them. And I, and, and honestly, I think it did kind of shake and rattle the channel a little bit. Maybe they shake the algorithm a little bit and give some of my videos a little more opportunity. And you know what? I think that's kind of the case because the retention is coming back. The people who are watching the videos are really watching the videos. And so maybe some of them are from, from India who speak English and appreciate the channel. So that that is great. But, you know, this was a tech channel. There's some overlap in that arena with with my channel. But the thing is, you know, if somebody just offers you a million views, it's it can really mess you up if it's not if it has nothing to do with the people who are truly your audience who who really care, because now when I upload a video, guess who YouTube is going to show that video to they're going to, it's going to, the algorithm is going to show the video to these people who really didn't care so much. They're going to have first shot. My videos were most recent in their watch history. And so the people who maybe normally would have, or have been next on the list to be shown the video were not shown. And these people may have been more my true audience. Now, look, if somebody watches your videos regularly and has watched your videos two, three, four times and always comes to your channel, chances are YouTube's going to show them your video. Just because there are more doesn't mean that YouTube won't show your videos to other people. But the thing is that retention graph certainly didn't encourage YouTube to show it to even more people and so forth. And yes, it was a nice click through rate but the engagement wasn't great. However, all is not lost. I do appreciate that my channel was mentioned. I do appreciate everybody who commented because those comments, that that, that is activity. And that is something that maybe could, again, shake the algorithm a little bit to give my channel a look or my future videos a look or my past videos a look and serve them up to the right people. One thing I knew for sure is that the amount of views that I was getting over those next few videos would settle down. And then the next question is, what am I going to do next? And really, the best thing to do is to look through, even though some of those videos were views that were what I would refer to as hollow, and not because the people are hollow. A lot of them had no clue what I was saying. They were not interested in the video. They were more interested in the cause of this guy who doesn't get any views, in their opinion, and that needed more, and they were just trying to help in some way and just, you know, encouraging me. So again, all appreciated. But what do I do when the dust settles? And so I really looked at those analytics and looked at the videos that people were interested in, the ones that got the most likes and have been getting the most likes. And it gave me more data to work with to help really produce the next video that I think will do well. And so the data was helpful. It wasn't as clean as I would have liked it. But when you are trying to figure out what your next video is, it is helpful to see which ones are getting the most engagement. And that's what I did. And I, I'm seeing this work. So right now, at least my videos are getting about double the views they were getting before specifically my last video. Again, it's not a huge number, but it's double. So, I need to create another video similar to that one to continue the growth. Now, one of the things that was talked about in Brian G. Johnson's video, and I recommend you go over and watch the whole thing because I'm not going to get into all of the details here. But this is something that I think Daryl Eves kind of plays with, too, in this kind of a concept is understanding when is the right time to publish again. Letting your videos breathe. Now, I have been posting every weekday. Now, I've done this knowing that I could be stepping on other videos. What do I mean by stepping on? Well, sometimes you wanna give those good videos that are doing well time to breathe, kind of go through their life cycle. Some videos go through their life cycle in a day some in two days and some in three. And then eventually they may pick up again down the road. But in the beginning, you want to let the ones that are really doing well run. Let them win. Let your winners win. And if your video is not doing well, then throw in another video. And if that one does well, let that one go. And when it starts to taper off, when it's not doing, you know, when it seems to the initial life of that video seems to be waning, then you you put in another video and you start to develop a rhythm. And that is something that I'm playing with right now, because right now I wanted to get out a lot of those videos and, and I was able to keep up with five a week. And then I was able to get a new one on each of my other videos, which is where I have been lacking. However, now that I have put up all these videos five a week for a while I can see which ones my audience likes and now I can get into the rhythm and sometimes people say oh it needs to be every Tuesday and Sunday or it needs to be twice or three times a week so your fans know when to expect your videos and that's the consistency thing that people are often talking about well I think there's some validity to that, but it depends on the channel. Some channels work well just posting at the exact same time every week, or every month, or each day. And some channels do better by going with a rhythm and understanding what that rhythm is. And again, that's what the Brian G. and Daniel Battelle video talks about. And again, if that is something that piques your curiosity, go on over there. It certainly is worth your time. You know, it really is fun. And it is amazing to be able to connect with people on the other side of the world. And I have new friends now in India. I was actually DMing back and forth on Instagram with the gentleman who created the original video. And, you know, he was saying the exact same thing that a lot of the people are saying, wow, you know, you continue on. He wants to help me. I mean, I don't know if he wanted me to pay him, which would be legitimate. He has a successful channel, as far as I can tell. And he wanted maybe me to coach me. I mean, that's fine. He doesn't know who I am and what I do for a living. And I and I explained, look, I am happy with my business. I have a very successful business. I am an author. I am a speaker. I I do have a great life just because a YouTube channel that you have noticed is not getting as many views as you think that doesn't mean my life is in the dumper. One, <laughs> one, one channel is not my life. I have many social channels and I have a lot of opportunity in the digital world. Life is great. So there's, that's we're, we're okay here, but he's like, you know, you deserve a million views. And, and then we have to get back to the point of one, if my videos deserved a million views, you know, for that to happen, I would have to have a million people who actually want to watch my videos. And that could happen over time if I was getting the attention and keeping the attention of enough people. But on that channel with, as we've talked about many times before, all the different topics since 2007, I haven't gained a very specific audience, which is what I'm trying to do now, digging down deep into the creative entrepreneur arena, and that's what you need to do also. But just sending viewers just doesn't do it. You need to have the right viewers who are your right audience. And I see this all the time. it's it's kind of back to that that sub for sub thing. Hey, if you you know, you're next, I just subbed you, you're next. It's like, wh- why? What do you care? That person's never coming back? I mean, there are people who have spent a lot of time and energy getting to a thousand subscribers, maybe more with sub for sub. And really, they go nowhere because ultimately in the end, The channel doesn't last because people will fall off quickly. Now, they may if they're very active and you'll say, well, they're getting comments. Yeah, they're commenting on other people's. I mean, they're very active and that activity brings in people. But that foundation isn't there and it will fade quickly. That's why I said a few podcasts ago. That although I I am tipping on 2,000 subscribers on this channel that I'm trying to resurrect, I have to look at it as if I only have 100 subscribers or 200 subscribers. That's the way you resurrect the channel. Understand how many real subscribers you have and build your channel based on that and don't get frustrated and don't compare comparison is one of the ways in which you will defeat yourself. The biggest way you can defeat yourself on YouTube is comparing yourself to other channels. You have no idea where their traffic is coming from. They may have just had a video made of their channel from a bigger channel in India. It might have just happened or somebody put a blog post out there and their video was perfect and they embedded that video and that kicked them off. There are ways in which channels get kicked off with a lot of views, but it needs to be relevant. And then not only that, which is really important, you need to have a plan when that happens. When you have a video that seems to be getting some traction, no matter where that traction may be coming from, what are you going to do next? And that is a big question. And if there's something I want you to take away from this, not that having a million viewers out of nowhere is bad, and no, I didn't get a million viewers, but the point being is that if you get a lot of viewers and or if a viral video hits, do you have a plan for your next video? What are you going to do with that opportunity? Because although most of the people that visited my videos were not my audience, a few of them were. So what can I do to keep those few engaged? Just a small percentage, but it's a few more than before. And YouTube right now is giving me more impressions. And I need to take advantage of that and appeal to the right people who would care to watch more of my videos. So there needs to be a plan around that. And so after this podcast, I am actually going to record another video that is very similar in the theme of the last video that I created that seemed to get some really nice response and viewers, many more than usual. In other words, double down on the concept. Now, sometimes videos, they kick much later down the road, maybe two, three, six months later. Always keep an eye out for the ones that start to pop because when that happens, there is another opportunity for you to create a second video a video to support the video that's working well. And that video that's working well can support your new video. Put them in a playlist together so they can support each other. It's just one more opportunity to tell YouTube that these videos work together. I have some videos related to Facebook that do very well on my channel. They've been out for a few years. They get thousands of views every single month, and whenever I have a new video that's related to Facebook, I make sure that it goes into that playlist so they can be connected in some way. You can use the visual suggestion ladder system that I developed a while ago. Check that out, I have both a blog post and a video on that topic. It's worth looking at, it's a way to keep views coming even after your initial videos have gone through that, that cycle that we talked about earlier, that 24, 48 hours, 72 hours of that initial push of that video, and a lot of times, again, videos will drop off for a while, and maybe they'll pop up again later. It could be a week, 10 days, it could be six months. but. If you use the visual suggestion ladder, you can still continue to add views to those videos based on videos that have done well in the past. And it really can be beneficial. It gives YouTube a little bit more information and a little bit more opportunity to keep a larger number of people who have seen at least a couple of your videos in their watch history. That can be very beneficial, especially if a lot of those people are really keen on the next video that you create. Coming up, I have some podcasts with creators who have recently hit 1,000 subscribers. And you say, well, wait a minute. 1,000? A Why not those folks that have a million? Sub-? You know what? Getting to that first 1,000, how did they do that? And let me tell you something. I've had some really nice Conversations and insight with people who are just in the game, learning. And quite often, I think the people who have been long past that 1,000 subscriber mark, yes, they say they remember. They remember the struggle. And yes, they do remember the struggle, but they don't remember being in the weeds the same way as somebody who just got there. And so I thought it would be nice to just talk with a few YouTubers who've just gotten there and are, are growing, you know, just flying past that thousand subscriber mark and growing and are building an audience. And I again, that's coming up over the next few weeks, along with some other special guests who are certainly known YouTube educators and YouTubers. I, I really do enjoy those visits. You know, one of the best ways that you can support podcasters that you appreciate is to actually leave a review. And I ask you to leave a review for not just this podcast over on iTunes or wherever you're listening to the podcast. Let people know that it's a good podcast or what you like about the podcast, but also go over to other people's podcasts since you're there. Since you're over at iTunes or Apple Podcasts and maybe over at Stitcher or again, a different podcasting platform, let people know that it's a good podcast that you enjoy. Give it some stars and then go over to a few others that maybe you listen to on a regular basis and make a comment over there too and give them some stars because it really does help the podcasts grow. I got to tell you, I appreciate everyone who has been listening because this podcast most certainly is growing at a great pace, just blasted through another one of the benchmarks that I was hoping we could hit, and I'm, I'm thrilled. And as we come up on a year in May, yeah, it's not even a year old, believe it or not, I'm looking forward to seeing where we are then and of course I'll have some special stuff for you for that time that I'm I'm starting to plan right now so I'm looking forward to you being there with me in May and of course, hearing about, hearing about, and that's what I really want to do. I want to hear about your success on YouTube. And again, you can share that success on the podcast platforms over on YouTube, or you can go to the com and you can put comments there next to the podcast or underneath the podcast. Well, that's it for this week. We'll talk to you next time. You have a great one. The Tube Labs podcast is hosted at the Blog. Com. If you find the Tube Labs podcast valuable, don't forget to rate and review it. You may connect with Rosh on Twitter at RoshSillers.